Imperfectly Human is number 32 in Feedspot's top 90 Christian podcast, but we'd like to be number one. Here's what you can do to help. Go to your favorite streaming platforms. Yeah, the one that you listen to this podcast on and hit that subscribe button. Then use the social icons on that platform to share it with your friends and family and everyone that you know. We appreciate your support and we'll see you at the top. Sorry to disappoint you. So what was your expectation? Nah, I'm just an everyday dude. Oh, you expected perfection? This is what Christianity is supposed to be like. I make mistakes. Like, lots of mistakes. I'm just trying to do the best that I can do. I guess I'm just imperfectly human. Welcome to another episode of the Imperfectly Human podcast. We are your host, Mr. Daly and... Dr. Johnson. And we'd like to welcome you to another series. So right now, over the next three weeks, we will be talking about weathering the storm. Um, now, this was one that... This is one that I, I have personal experience of. I know Terrence... I know you got personal experience of this too. We we don't mm-hmm. weather the few storms. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> the storm in the rain. Yeah. The storm in the rain. We got we got a raincoats. <laughs> so uh, uh but before we do anything, we wanna shout out our listeners on um Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, TuneIn, um is it? I think we on Pandora. But yo, yeah. and we on Audible. We on Apple, yeah, um, yeah. Amazon Music. Um, so we're getting around. Um, you know, we appreciate the support. We appreciate the love. We appreciate the viewership on YouTube. Please keep watching. Hit that like. Hit that subscribe button. You know, smash those things down. Um, but yeah, we just want to welcome to you to another another series. So as we did with the last topic, we went over three weeks. Uh, week one, we will give you the introduction and the background. Week two, we will give you the uh, some pertinent questions around that topic. And then week three, we give you the application um, of that of what well, for that topic. So. This week, we are focusing on the background to the topic. Um, as we said, the topic is weathering the storm. Um, now, I know with COVID, we are all weathering some kind of storm. But, you know, within this pandemic period, a lot of us may be weathering other storms, whether it's emotional, financial, spiritual. Man, it could be a number, a multitude of things. You could have multiple storms uh, what do they say? Multiple weather fronts coming at you. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's uh, it's something that we all go through. So how do we survive? How do we weather this? How do we make it through? Um, so that's what we're talking about. Um, Terrence, so mm-hmm. what would you consider to be a storm? Hmm. Man, <laughs> while you were talking, while, while you were talking, a, a song came to my mind and I think it fits and it's um it's a song that a lot of people are familiar with is Be Grateful um uh, who's original there's so many versions of it but 
in the lyrics to the song, it kind of talks about, you know, God didn't promise us sunshine. Uh, that's not the way it's going to be. Like, uh, but a little rain <clears throat> mixed with God, sunshine, uh, basically kind of talks about you go through things in order to appreciate when good things come mm. or to better or better appreciate them. And so even even last night, like we had storms and stuff that came through, not last night, maybe the night before. Uh, and it kind of gets you on edge of, okay, do I need to prepare? Do I need to go downstairs? Do I need to, you know, find a spot to kind of weather if it gets bad, if it's a severe uh, thunderstorm or a tornado comes through? Yeah. But so to to go to your question, I think a storm signals an alert from us to kind of be more aware because if you're around the storm it causes you to be you're not able to be so relaxed so i think sometimes a storm has to come to kind of wake us up because we can kind of get complacent or we don't we're not prepared so sometimes a storm an independent storm signals us to Oh, I'm not ready as I thought I was. <laughs> I need to get some things together. I need to have some preparation, or you have just like you have a first aid kit in your house, or you got a fire extinguisher if it's a fire. You kind of have a tornado. You know, when we were in school, well, I don't know if it was the same for you all in, in, in the UK. No, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Like tornado drills and stuff like if a tornado comes through, what would you do? Where do you go? Like where does your class go? How do you cook it would normally we'd be like in the hallway up against the wall and you kind of crouch down or whatever. And when I was young, we actually did have a few that were real, like it was a real tornado coming through and we had to get in the hallway and people had to kind of prepare. And I think that's what a storm is for for us. It's something that it causes us to be on alert okay and and to prepare accordingly okay no that's dope that's dope um while you were while you were talking um i was i got a few words that came just dropped in my spirit it was uh yeah preparation and then you said preparation to be prepared. So I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. I see what you're doing, Holy Spirit. I see what you're doing. I'm, you're here. Lord. I'm, here. Lord. I'm here for it. <laughs> and then um, endurance. Uh-huh. Alone time. Uh-huh. And survival. Um, and I'll get into what I mean, why, the, why I feel those words were important. Um, but when I, so for me, when I think of a storm, I mm-hmm. think of heavy rain. I think mm-hmm. of heavy snow. I think of being barricaded in. I think mm-hmm. of being shaken and battered and bruised by something that can, that has the power to destroy you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think of being amongst the elements and realizing how in- insignificant we are 
in comparison to nature and to what God has created. That you know that we are we're like dust, really, compared to the power that He is. That you know, it makes me think about the greatness of God. The fact that He spoke each of these things into existence: the winds, the seas, and these things have the power to destroy us tiny people. Um, mm-hmm. So when I think about about storms, I think about I I, I think of nature and nature showing the power that God has given it. Um, so putting that imagery into a situation, when I think of a storm within myself, mm-hmm. I think of things that can break me, that have the power to break me. I think of things that cause me to barricade myself in, as I say, um, so that's why those words started to become important. So when I think of being snowed in or anything like that, mm-hmm. well, you want to be prepared. So you want to make sure you've got a torch. You want to make sure mm-hmm. you've got blankets in case the power goes out. You want to make sure you've got, um, in certain places, they've got backup generators or things like that. So you've got, you've got an alternative source for power. You want to make sure you've got, canned goods and food in the house in case you can't get out. So when you know, and and you can always tell when a storm is coming, they say you can smell it in the air when a storm is coming. Mm-hmm. So that signifies that point to prepare. And it's the same in our lives. We can always tell when there's a storm coming, there'll be little things that start to happen and you can, you can feel the shift you can feel the energy changing and that's your in that's the point at which you need to prepare yourself for the impending storm endurance well the storm is going to last a period of time so you need to be able to see it through you need to have enough to see you through you need to have enough enough gas in your personal tank to make it through sometimes in our storms we're going to be barricaded in by ourselves, meaning the storm is is going to put us in a position where we have to deal with stuff internally and no one else is going to be able to help us deal with that internally. It's an internal battle. So we have to learn to have that alone time to figure out this storm. Um, And then survival for me is that, well, if you prepare, if you do all the things and if you if you um, educate yourself about the storm, you have what it takes to survive the storm. So it's kind of like saying if you do all the other steps, if you've done the preparation, if you worked out to to build your endurance, if you've. got your mind right about the alone time, then mm-hmm. you have what it takes to survive that storm. So that that's kind of what the imagery was like for me. Okay, so man, you got, I'm not going to be able to hit all these at the same time. I'm kind of spread them out because you hit a lot of stuff <laughs> that either I just read or it just came to me. So this would kind of got to drop the most when you were talking. And 
I'm glad you said, you know, the storm within. Most times people think of the storm as external. But for most of us, we have an internal storm that's continually raging within us day in and day out. The key to that and the key to that preparation, what you were saying, you know, the scripture says, you know, hide my word in your heart. So you hide the word not for what you see. You're hiding it for the things that are coming that you don't know about. So the more that you hide and read and study the word, then you have those things that can cover you when those impending dangers come around. It's like it starts to activate. But if you don't equip yourself with those, kind of, you know, going back to we were talking about putting the full armor of God on, that's how you withstand the storm because you prepared yourself for those types of situations. So then you're, it's like spiritually, you, you become conditioned to then that's how you weather it. So if you think about yourself as a, as a boat, you just can't have a shell and nothing else to really protect it. Or you can't have a boat and you don't have a way for it to propel itself forward or a sail or something like that. So it can catch the wind so it can go and, and kind of be directed. So if you're just out there in the sea and it's just you and this little, <laughs> little craft or whatever, then it's hard to weather the storm because you don't have enough protection around you. Yeah. And the, the more you equip yourself with the word and then spend, like you said, that long time with God, he can he can give you more and more protection around you to then prevent. Prevent the storm from getting into you. Because, the you know, just like the tornadoes and hurricanes. The whole goal for you to hunker down is to prevent whatever's out there from coming into the space that you're in. Yeah. So that's why you don't need to be around glass. You don't need to be in high places or whatever. You need somewhere that can kind of be centralized and kind of shut off so then things from the outside can't get in. Um, I got another point, but I'm going to hold it because you... I got to remind myself when we'll put a pin in it and I'm going to come back to it. Okay, I another, okay. I got, another, I got another piece about uh, faith that I wanted to come to, but I, I'm not ready to do it yet. <laughs> okay. See, now this is funny because the script, one of the scriptures that I wanted to get to later on, mm-hmm. um, while you were talking just the, the Holy Spirit just laid something on my heart to, to just, and it was, it took, it took me back to Luke eight. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've already got Luke, Luke, maybe, or maybe I've got, I've got it from Matthew, but um, okay. I'm sure it's Luke. I'm sure it's Luke, but we'll, we'll see anyway. <laughs> spoiler, <Okay>. spoiler alert. <laughs> we get, we get that. We get that. Yeah. But, um, this it made me go back to the story of when Jesus healed the demon possessed man in um, the Gerasenes. Mm-hmm. So when he 
crossed over and he came across the demon possessed man that was just outside the tombs and um and um this isn't the this isn't the exact version of the scripture that I was looking for but it it talked about how he used to he used to go into a rage and they would chain him up and they would bind him and he would break the chains and run away mm-hmm. but when Jesus delivered him, he was calm. And the people that came around couldn't believe that it was the same man because he was so calm. He was so collected. He was looking so put together. Mm-hmm. And they were like, wasn't this the same dude that was just wiling out a few, not too long ago. Right. And it you know, anyone seeing him would have seen a man that was engulfed in a personal storm from his right from the from his beginning to that point. And then Jesus steps in and calms the storm. Uh-huh. And literally before that, Jesus calmed the storm on the lake. He just goes, Jesus be going around stopping storms. That's, 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 that's just part of his MO. He's just like, like, yo, there's a storm over there. I'm going to go fix that. <laughs> so, so I guess, I guess, I guess, yeah, it is for me to go and go into the next part. So I was reading and let me go into my, cause these, these scriptures are not in my notes where we sent each other. Yeah. But, uh, let me go because it was about faith and I got a different connection to it mm. than before so uh, I just I just I know kind of where I go I can't remember the scripture right now and I don't want to take too much time but I got a different angle or take on you know the one with the issue of blood right so you know most people focus on she pressed her way and because of her face, she touched the hem of his garment and that's when she was made whole. Yeah. But, but you got to think about it. She had an issue of blood for 12 years. So faith really wasn't in the healing. Faith was the thing that protected her 12 years before she could get healed. Right. And we don't usually think about faith like that. So if you think about it, that's why the enemy wants to disrupt your relationship with God. And just like we were talking about Job, that's what the devil was there to do, to break that and break that protection. Because Job and God would walk hand in hand and it was stuff going good and then all the bad stuff happened and then the enemy was there to trying to show Job, look, Look what the man doing to you. Look, look what God doing to you. Yeah, yeah. But, but it wasn't it what he wanted Job to say, you know what? I don't want anything to do with God so he could fully have full reign over him. So our faith is not for what we want to do. Our faith is the protection so we can get to what God wants us to do. Yeah. Now you... Um... So it's funny. It's funny because you mentioned Job. And when I was looking at this, um, when I was preparing for this, 
I cannot tell you how many times in the book of Job, Job describes what he's going through as a storm. And, um, you know, in, uh, let me see if I can just find a few of them. Uh, Job 9, 17, for he attacks me with a storm and repeatedly wounds me without cause. Job 30, 22, you throw me into the whirlwind and destroy me in the storm. Um, Job 36, 33, the thunder announces his presence. The storm announces his indignant anger. Mm-hmm. And he just goes on. Um, and, but Job is one of this, one of these people that the Bible considers storm proof. Mm. You know, he is one of these people that when you talk about people who survived the storm, who dealt with the depths of despair, who, you know, we, we talk about personal storms, but he had one. He Joe got the monopoly on on, on storms because mm-hmm. what he went through, I'm like, if any of us was to go through that now, oh God, you could just kill me now, kill me now, God, take me, Jesus. <laughs> it's because because there's no way, there's no way that any of us in with this privileged lifestyle that we have now can survive yeah. what Job went through. The way it, and it, it's not like it all happened like, oh, one year, then the year after, and then the year. No, nah, these were like literally minutes apart. <laughs> it was just all being taken away, like straight. Mm. He must have been looking around like, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> what did I do, Lord? Yeah. What did I do? <laughs> then I just... Didn't I just offer a burnt offering yesterday? (laughs) And it's not. And that was the thing. It wasn't like Job didn't have faith. It wasn't like Job wasn't obedient. It wasn't like Job wasn't holy. Mm -hmm. And and yes, we've talked about about, um, where Job was because Job was in religion and not relationship. He had kind Mm -hmm. of fallen out of relationship and and he he did these things religiously and God shifted him back into relationship. But coming back to a point that you said earlier, sometimes the storm is to move you and transition you from a point of comfort to a point mm-hmm. of relationship. Mm-hmm. Because let's get it, let's let's be, let's keep it funky, let's keep it 100. Sometimes. And we do this in our relationships with people as well. We get comfortable. Yep. We get comfortable. You know, when you first when you first start dating that girl, you you well put together all the time. You, Bob, oh, yeah, you, got, you got to get you look good You fresh. Uh-huh. You fresh. Uh-huh. You've been dating a few months, six months to a year. You you heading over there and then. And then t-shirt, torn, t-shirt. T-shirt, torn up cargo pants. Ain't had your hair cut in weeks. <laughs> Cause you comfortable. Uh-huh. And, and, uh-huh. and vice versa. That's the way we are. And we do that with God as well. We get comfortable. 
you know, when you're in the midst of the storm, suddenly you know how to pray. Mm -hmm. And sometimes God allows us, allows the storm to keep us on our toes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes God allows, you know, sometimes we kind of feel like the storm is the enemy attacking us. But the thing is, the enemy doesn't have any power over us. Because the Bible says, who the son set free is free indeed. So the enemy has no power or no authority over us. So why are we being, why is the storm allowed? The storm is allowed because God is saying, you're getting too comfortable. Yep. You, you yep. Put, you're putting on a little bit of weight around that gut. You ain't, <laughs> you ain't, you ain't keeping your spiritual fitness intact. <laughs> you ain't been working out. You ain't been working out. So, yeah, so we just got to, you know, that, that go on, go on. I'll let you go. No, no. So I ain't know how 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 close we are to time because I think this is what I'm what I'm thinking about. I think it'd be a good way to close. Oh, we 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 got time. We got time. We got we got about eight, nine, ten minutes. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Well, Twelve minutes, thirteen minutes, fourteen. <laughs> okay, so so I go here. I kind of go here. So what we've been talking about, I think, is important. Because it's the you never know what you have until something happens either to you or around you that's outside of what you you're used to. So when people have different sicknesses or illnesses or whatever, and they were the type of people that would just on the go a whole lot, and they didn't really value their time, or they didn't value the people around. Them when something happens to them where it seems like the timeline, you know, sure, it's like, okay, I don't know how, how much time I got left. Then you see how they try and pull each minute out of each day, where they try and then put themselves all the way into their life instead of trying to just manage or maintain or to just operate through a routine. And I think that's the same way what God does with us spiritually, it's like, I want you to have a thirst and desire for me all the time, not just when these things happen. Like, all of, and, and that's what he knows about some of us. That's the only time we get close to him. If he sends something our way yeah. to slow us down or to then bring us back in focus because we have so many distractions around us in our day-to-day -day life where we just like, okay, God, I know you're important or I know I need to read my Bible, but Lord, I got this, this, this to do, and I, I get back, or maybe the night when I, you know, before I go to sleep, I have some time, and maybe I can kind of do something. So we try, and we don't start or finish our day with God like we should. We try and just weave them in. So it's almost, almost when you go, yeah, when you go to the doctor, so you have an appointment. We don't even give an appointment to God. God, we treat God like He's just walking and like. Uh, what's your name? What's, God, let me see if you <laughs> got I Okay, I got a nine o'clock and a ten o'clock. Uh, let me get your number. Let me put your number down. Let me see if we got somebody that counts. <laughs> and that's how we yeah, do no, that. for like, real, for real. Yeah. And, and like, you know, I got all these things, but you know, if somebody counts the day, then I might be able to spend a little more time with you. But right now, I'm kind of booked up, God. You know, uh, I don't, I'm in the home, but you know, I, I you on the list now. You, yeah. you on the list. Yeah. But I'm, I'm going to get to you. And he's like, okay, cool. Like, I'm trying to get to you so I can tell you what you need for this next 
was coming, but you won't listen to me. And just the same way with warnings and tornado warnings, the sirens go on, go off beforehand. Now you might not get that much warning, but you get an advanced warning in time enough to at least do something to yeah. prepare. And God will send people a situation to us. It's kind of like the alarms saying like, hey, I'm trying to get your attention. Hey, some coming. Look, hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah. like, Lord, send me, like, Lord, send me sign. And he sent people. God operates through people yeah. in the situation. And so you have to then have a different level of awareness, spiritual, spiritual awareness of these people that's around me or God, you know, I feel that are coming to me. What is God trying to speak to me through them? Yeah. Because, you know, just like we say, and, you know, I said a lot about haters, like we don't have haters, but you have, so God sends people, even if they're bad or mistreated you, it's something in them that God was trying to show you. So if you look at people as messages, then you start to see patterns like, oh, so that's why. Also, also, I wasn't even real about that. Yeah. <laughs> about me. No, so he, he trying to get you conditioned to handle certain things. Like, okay, do you need to set boundaries with people? Okay, I'm gonna send you some people that you're gonna have to set boundaries with in order to get that. All right, what else you need? You need to then start, you know being more comfortable in the things that you know or your knowledge and all that kind of stuff. So I'm going to send you people that need what you got to say. And so you just look at it and you start to evaluate the people, right? Like, ah. Oh. So that was, so God been talking to me the whole time. <laughs> and I have been paying attention. And and I mean, it was the same, same thing for Job too. There's a lot of stuff in his friends that God was trying to get him to see. And he's like, Lord, look how they do it. How they treat me. Like, yeah. No. <laughs> no. Look at you and how you relate to them. Yeah. And what are they trying to tell you? And so that's how we can save ourselves a lot of heartache and frustration and just bitterness toward people if we understood that the people that you don't like, uh, people you had issue with or beef with, or uh, you know. Different situations, they got people too. They got children too. Like all those guys, yeah, so like, real. <laughs> so like, God made them too. Even yeah. if you don't like them, even if you don't like the social media, God made them too. So I think that's if if we could look at people like that, a lot of issues would be different because we could start to see ourselves in the people that we don't like, or we say we don't like too. You know what? Something something that um. Just, just kind of flowed in while you were saying that. <clears throat> if when there's a storm, mm-hmm. now you you imagine the tornadoes and and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. If it isn't battened down, it's gone. Yep. Sometimes I feel like God allows that storm to remove the clutter. So the only thing that remains is what he's battened down in your life. Mm -hmm. If you haven't secured something in him, 
when that storm comes, he's going to get rid of it. And we've seen God do this. So let's just take the, the, the Israelites in Egypt as an example. Mm-hmm. When God, when it take, when it came time for God to clean house, He told the Israelites, "Take the blood of the lamb and mark it above your doorposts, i.e., secure your homes and your firstborns in Me, so they don't get swept up in this whirlwind that's about to pass through." So, God will use these things to clean house. He will allow a storm to pass through and there will be wailing, there will be crying, there will be pain. But if you've secured what you need to secure in him, uh-huh. you'll be good. Uh-huh. So you see, I, I just got confirmation of what I was going to say. I okay, say okay. But you, but you set it up. You set it up perfectly. So. And this is what I was thinking too. Even when you sent me the, the title, I almost text this back to you. And like maybe we might need to, you know, maybe this might be the title, but I think they go both hand in hand. So we've been talking about weathering the storm, and you just kind of brought it to a different viewpoint of what if God tears down what you're used to and all, all you have is him. So what if right? What if God doesn't want you to weather the storm. He wants to shipwreck you. So he wants to tear all of what you knew down and like, all you can do is just survive on me. Yeah. <laughs> you just, yeah. It's all you got. You you don't have the, you don't have none of the stuff that you used to have. You just got me. Yeah. And you out here with the storm this way and you don't know how you're going to get to the, to the shore. But I had to wreck you. <laughs> yeah, you, ain't, you, ain't even, you ain't even gonna be. You ain't even gonna have Wilson. <laughs> you, uh-uh, no, you ain't no, ended up in no, no island with Wilson. <laughs> no, no. You just look. You just you just own a piece of wood or whatever, and you just you just yeah, there. a little bit of driftwood, and you yeah. that's you, and it's and that's it. Yeah. And and like you said, I like I like how you framed it. It was you know. You had to be secure in God and whatever is not secure, that's what he's going to strip away. Mm. But the more secure you are, then even when those material things can go away, what you still secured on can be stronger than whatever the big structure you had around. So sometimes, depending on how how strong your foundation is with God, you being shipwrecked might not be bad. Uh, because then you're going back to the core and the essentials of who you are, but then who God is too, because we get that confused also of who God is and what he is, what his purpose is in our life. We think God is a, um, it's kind of like now it would be almost like Uber Eats or like DoorDash or something like Lord, okay, you hungry? I'm hungry. All right, so what? Okay, Lord, I need uh, yeah. this groceries. I need these bills to be paid. And uh, God is an ATM. Yeah, like God, can I get some? Can I get a cup? I want a coat. I want some shoes. Whatever. Uh, I want to take a trip when COVID go away. So yeah, let me put that in. Let me see. Let me see how much they're gonna be. Let me see how. 
Okay, Lord, I ain't really got that, but uh, <laughs> let me. Can you put me on a payment plan? Yeah. <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I put a deposit yeah, down? Yeah, yeah. Can I put something on it? <laughs> can I put some on it? Can I do that way? You know, you gonna do that way no more? Can I do that? Way? <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we do with God. And, and he's like, man, I want to give you so much more, but you don't know how to use me. Yeah. And what um how I can be useful in your life. You want me to do these little things. I want to do greater things. But if you want me to do that, I give you grocery. And I give you, you know, I do these things yeah. if you want it. But I want to do more. But if that's all you want me to do, then that's what I, that's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny. Uh, it's funny. I know we, we kind of at time, but yeah. you just said something. And it, it's it's true. We We want God to give us groceries. Whereas God wants to make, to help us to give other people groceries. Yep. We, we, we kind of see ourselves as, as the end point, whereas God sees us as the conduit. He just sees us as the, as the fruit. He's passing through us to reach other people, but we want it to stop. We want to shut the doors when it gets to us. No, that was good. That, yeah, that kind of, the conduit is. Yeah, that's, I, I wrote that down. That's, yeah, that's, that, 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 look, that was a word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was, that was to word. be fair, to be fair, you have set things up for next week because some of the stuff you were just talking about uh, and about how God wants to shipwreck us, and you set this up for next week. So. Yeah. We're gonna we're, we're gonna put a pin in it right now, and then um, we're gonna thank you for watching this week's episode, and we will catch you on next week's episode where we will pick up talking, going through some of the pertinent questions in relation to whether we're in the storm or being shipwrecked in the storm. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we will see you next week. All right, I'm Mr. Daily, and you can keep up with me on. Twitter at DY Daily, on Instagram at DY Daily, on Facebook, uh, Daily Perspective Network, um, on YouTube, Daily Perspective Network, and um, on the blog, www.dailyperspective.co.uk. Or you can just email me at david at Daily Perspective. All right, I'm Dr. Terrence Johnson. Uh, you can catch me email info at iprogresscc.com, Facebook, Instagram, iprogresscc, um, and website www.iprogress.cc. Before you go, I'd like you to remember that Christianity is a personal walk and relationship between you and God. You are not, will not, and never will be perfect, but that's okay. God loves you and wants you to come just as you are. His grace covers all. Live free from condemnation and do not crucify yourself. Be renewed by the grace of God through Christ Jesus and become who you were created to be. God bless. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Imperfectly Human podcast. Remember to subscribe and share this podcast. You can do this on your favorite streaming platforms.